Thunder Nerds are go. Good morning, Thunder Nerds. Welcome back to another wrap-up podcast. Very close to Christmas now. Um, we'll be taking a break um, over this coming week. Obviously, Josh is still over in New York, of course. Um, but I'll be taking a little bit of a break. Um, the retrospective is on halt, um, both Doctor Who and Star Trek, um, just while Josh is trying to sort out his end so that we can get things set up for you. Um, if some news does break next week, I will cover it, and um, I'll either do it if if it's big news, maybe maybe quickly, or um, if anything kind of small drops or um, whatnot, I might I might just continue the wrap up into next week, and then we will be doing a um, coverage of um, Church on Ruby Road. Josh might be there for that one if we can get him, um, but I'll also maybe uh, get a special guest star on for that one that could be fun um so more to come with the church on ruby road now um want to talk to you guys uh about what has of course um you know dropped this week and there's always something there's always news dropping every week with doctor who at the moment that's that's just how it is in the rtd2 era um but yeah uh First of all, before we get into any of that, I was just watching for the fourth time. Um, I was just watching the Giggle um, on Disney Plus, and I was watching the scenes in Unit. Guys, they have really smashed David Tennant with that hair gel this time around. I mean, I know he had it back in his uh, initial run, but goodness gracious me, like the, the scenes in the unit tower, it is just unbelievable how much gel is in that hair. Um, anyway, just wanted to point that out because I noticed it, now I can't unnotice it, and I hope uh, if you hadn't noticed, you, um, it won't, it won't, you know, hinder your viewings of the story. Um, although there's potentially other things in, in the guild that might hinder your viewing experience, but in any case, um, I digress. Let's talk about the news that has uh, dropped in the week. Let's start off with one of those things that could have hindered the viewing. Actually, that's a good segue. First of all, uh, we've already covered this um, earlier in the week, but I'm just compiling it here in case you only listen to these wrap-up podcasts, uh, but go on. Go listen to our uh, retrospectives. Go listen to the giggle and our reviews on the 60th anniversary specials if you haven't. And I've just done a 60th anniversary summation as well, which ran about an hour and a half. I don't know how I got that much time out of it by myself, but um, that one dropped just, I think it was this morning. So go have a listen to that um, if you haven't already. Um, and send in your thoughts, of course, um, on what you thought of the 60th anniversary specials to... Thundernerd one is go at gmail.com and that is the numeral one. So first of all, uh, Russell T. Davies suggests that by regeneration affected every doctor creating a doctorverse. 
Like I said, we covered this earlier in the week, but I'll go over it here again. Russell T. Davies has elaborated on the concept of bioregeneration as first depicted in The Giggle and discussed its implications far beyond what was shown on screen. Speaking on the behind-the-scenes show, Doctor Who Unleashed, Davies said, Bioregeneration, we discover, is an ancient myth of the Time Lords where instead of a new body taking over from the old body, the new body separates from the old body and both um, are left alive. Davies added, Bioregeneration, generation is a new thing it's the 60th imagine how much fans love new things and really rejoice um, when this happens he laughs so he's probably being fairly sarcastic there actually i've had this idea for years i've always wanted instead of going back and meeting old doctors i've wanted the doctor to talk to his new version why has it never been done before how can you resist the two of them having an adventure at the same time On the official podcast, Davies spoke further, indicating it didn't just affect the 14th Doctor, it affected all the Doctor's previous regenerations. Davies hinted at the creation of the Doctorverse in the moment of 14's bioregeneration. It's much bigger than you think, and I hope it could lead to all sorts of things. Davies followed up again on the episode's commentary track, stating a whole timeline bioregenerated then. After the event occurs, he then imagined how it played out with the other Doctors while speaking with David Tennant and executive producer Phil Collinson. Davies said that Sylvester McCoy's Doctor woke up in a morgue um, draw in San Francisco with David Tennant jesting that he's still... Um, Trapped there, John Pertwee's doctor woke up on the floor of the laboratory while Colin Baker's doctor dealt with the Rani upon awakening. For more recent doctors, including Peter Capaldi's, the outcome was simpler. As they just woke up in their TARDIS, Davies also mentioned to Tennant that his 10th doctor incarnation is still out there, implying that there are now multiple versions of Tennant's doctor in existence. Oh, God. Yeah, of course. Uh, it's important to note that this part was a playful conversation. Since then, additional scenarios haven't actually unfolded on screen. It's difficult to consider them canonically official, though it could be argued that the Tales of the Tardis segments, which is the spin-off from earlier this year in November, um, could provide some evidence that it occurred. Time will tell. So it'll be interesting to know if he really does canonise that. Um, he did kind of speculate that, um, you know, the... Um, two Doctors could have been um, a kind of echo of that Doctorverse happening in reverse, um, where that older second Doctor meets Colin Baker. So, hmm, very interesting. If they do canonise that, and I've mentioned this on the other podcast, yeah, I'm not sure how I feel about that. Actually, I, I am sure how, about, how I feel about that. I don't like it. I don't like it. But in any case... We press on. That's the first bit of news. Now, there was also um, updated uh, specials, like the the specials uh, viewing figures. Um, We had 4.83 million overnight for Wild Blue Yonder. Consolidated 7.14 million. So just to give you an idea, special on the Star Beast consolidated 7.61 million and special to 7.1. One four million. Um, Davies also posted on Instagram about the Star Beast um, just a few hours ago, saying that um, not including Disney Plus, so just including the BBC and iPlayer and whatnot, the Star Beast is actually now at nine million views without Disney Plus. So that is actually pretty impressive. It'll be interesting to see where Wild Blue Yonder sits um, 
with those updated numbers. If he's got the data behind that, I'm not sure. But in any case, consolidated 7.14 million is pretty damn good for something like Wild Blue Yonder, considering I think that was the best special. Good to see that people are getting their eyes on a story that is quite good. 4.62 million overnight for the giggle and no consolidated as of yet. Um, be very interesting to see what uh, Shooty Gatwa's first story um, brings in. Um, the 15th Doctor's Sonic Screwdriver was unveiled this week, and I would love you, Thunder Nerds, to go and check out the new screwdriver. Um, there's a video of it on the social media um, for Doctor Who and the YouTube channel for Doctor Who. It is easily, far and away, the most different design we have ever seen for a Sonic screwdriver. It looks more like a Sonic mouse pad, a Sonic TV remote, a Sonic dongle or something. It is completely um, bizarre, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, that's all I'll say on, on that. You, you have to see it. It is, it is just ridiculous. Like, it's unbelievable. Um... <laughs> yeah yeah it's uh, like i said i urge you to go have a look on the socials email us in i'd love to read out your thoughts on the podcast thundernerd1 is go at gmail.com the numeral one in that email send in your thoughts on the new sonic screwdriver let us know what you think um, what else has happened this week? We had the Goblin song release. Um, as far as I know, it topped the charts, people. It actually topped the, um, the iTunes charts. I think it must have been in the UK. Um, but yeah, I'll, I'll, I might see if I can bring that, um, I might see if I can bring that up actually on on um, Instagram, I'll, I'll have a look, I think Russell posted about it, but the press release for the release of the Goblin song reads, Doctor Who returns to screens on Christmas Day, and to celebrate a fiendishly catchy song from the special is being released as a single ahead of its big event, the Goblin song is an original composition created specifically for the 15th Doctor's festive debut, composed by Murray Gold and, um, and writer Russell T Davies. The single's music video shares exclusive content from the eagerly awaited special as 15... Um, as 15th Doctor Shooting Up takes his first adventure through time and space in the TARDIS, the track features in Doctor Who's Christmas special, The Church on Ruby Road, where the Doctor's companion Ruby meets the Doctor, Goblins, Stolen Babies, and perhaps uncovers the secret of her birth. Um, it just goes on to say there, it also says the Goblin song is available on BBC Sounds from Monday 11th of December, will also be available via Spotify, Apple Music, and Deezer. All proceeds will go to BBC Children in Need. Murray Gold had to say about it, I don't like these Goblins and you won't either but they have agreed to donate everything from their song to children in need, so let's not give up on them. Claire Hoyle, Director of Income and Engagement at BBC Children in Need, said we're delighted to continue our long-standing relationship with Doctor Who, and we are so grateful for their support with this Christmas signal, uh, single. And Russell T Davies said, we're releasing this as an early Christmas present for everyone, and if you want to see how the Doctor and Ruby escape from the Goblin King at the end of the song, you'll have to watch on Christmas Day. So that is the Goblin song. I'll see if I can bring it up on um, on Instagram here. Russell, I think he posted something about it. Let's have a look. Here it is. 
message from Janice. Um, true fact, the doctor calls her Janice because she's got blonde hair like uh, Janice from the Muppets, but now I realise Janice Goblin is a much funnier joke. The Goblin song available now, all proceeds go there. Um, where does it say it? Here it is. Um, number one on the iTunes chart. So there you go. It got to number one. How hilarious. Um, very, very funny. The Goblin song. Be very interested to see how it actually fits into the story. I mean, it is catchy, but yeah. I mean, I guess Tennant had song for ten in the Christmas Invasion, didn't he? That was written for that story specifically. Don't know if Russell wrote it. I think Brian Gold probably wrote that one. But anyway, so yeah, there was that. Um, we had a new Disney Plus um, trailer drop for the Christmas special. You can find it on Instagram. You can find it on Doctor Who's YouTube channel, on Disney Plus's Instagram and YouTube channel. Um, I actually think that it's a better trailer than the one the BBC dropped. So go check out that new teaser. Um, had some new scenes in it. The synopsis for the story, The Church on Ruby Road, reads, Little is known about Ruby Sunday as she was abandoned on Christmas Eve as a baby, now living with her mum, Carla, and grandmother, Cherry. Her world is about to be turned upside down when she encounters the Doctor and the two set off on their first adventure together. So, yeah, go check out that teaser if you haven't already seen it. Now, another piece of news that dropped this week, Will David Tennant's 14th Doctor return? Russell T Davies has no plans yet um this uh i already covered in the 60th summation special because it actually broke while i was recording that but again here for you guys in case you only listen to our wrap-ups um um, reading as follows in last week's the giggle fans witnessed the first ever by regeneration which ultimately resulted in david Tennant's 14th doctor retiring to earth while Shooty Gatwa's 15th doctor ventured off in his tardis for those hoping this might mean a quick return of the 14th Doctor, Russell T. Davies has some disappointing news. There are currently no plans. During a Q&A session following the premiere of the Christmas special, Davies reportedly said, Sorry, it's the age of Shooty now. It's David who? He then added, No plans genuinely yet because it's a busy TARDIS. These two, Gatway and Millie Gibson, are going to just sail across the universe and capture your heart, so it's time to look at these two. Of course, uh, this won't stop fans speculating, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, I guess they... They left it open, didn't they? Uh, it's as it's as simple as that. Um, they've got David Tennant in the back pocket. Should they need him? Is it a sign that they're not that confident in Gatwa? Well, it kind of reads that way, doesn't it? Um, which is a bit of a shame because I think Shooty Gatwa looks like he could be a great Doctor, and um, mm, they should probably focus on making him a great Doctor instead of you know thinking about David Tennant in the back pocket. Do not love that whatsoever. But in any case, we press on. This just out the other day. Oh my goodness, this was insane. Christopher Eggleston um, talking about Russell T Davies. I'm going to... This was at a recent panel. This was with Billy Piper. Um, he, He threw out a few things in this. I've actually got the audio. I might see if I can play it for you. Um... Have a listen to this, if I can bring up the clips. I've got a couple here that I'll play. Um, this one, oh, actually, let's let's just go to the one that everyone's going to want to um, want to hear. Here we go. You'd all love to see Christopher come back as a doctor, right? 
See? Well, what would have to happen for that to become a reality? Sack Russell T. Davis. Sack oh. Jane Tranter. Sack Phil Collinson. <laughs> sack Julie Gardner. And I'll come back. <laughs> so can you arrange that? Now, you'll hear some chaotic laughing in that clip. That is because I recorded that clip live as I was watching it off my phone as the question came up. I pulled my phone out to record it because I knew he was going to say something. And um, that is my genuine laughing, shocked reaction at his um, at his just guttural, no-filter uh, reaction. And an answer. Yeah, he didn't hold back. Let's just put it that way. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, Russell is... Uh, yeah, there's still some beef there with Russell, isn't there? Even though it was meant to be water under the bridge, maybe something's come up more recently with them, but he name-checked pretty much all the producers that are on there at the moment and said they'd all have to be gone for him to come back, which is pretty full-on, but said he would if they were gone. So that's a, whether or not that's you know absolutely true, and if they were all gone, he would. Well, he didn't when Stephen Moffat was there, and they had different producers and whatnot behind the scenes and executive producers, but... Anyway, that's his current stance on that. Extremely interesting, and he, he does hold a grudge, Christopher Eccleston. Um, that's the big stuff that's come out of this week. The one other thing I wanted to cover is the reviews for The Church on Ruby Road. I might read these out to you, actually, if I can find them. Um, hang on. Church on Ruby Road reviews. Let's have a look what I can find here and I'll read a couple out um, some good reviews for this story to be honest some good reviews for this story um, which is promising makes me excited uh, here we go I'll read this one out to you now and then I'll make my way through a few of them Doctor Who is back where it belongs on our telly at Christmas time and the church on Ruby Road marks a new era for the BBC series with Shooty Gatler as the Doctor after picking up the baton from David Tennant at the end of the 60th anniversary specials. In his first official outing, Gatwa's 15th Doctor comes face to face with his new companion Ruby Sunday, a foster child who was left by her mother on the steps of a church as a baby and now as an adult has been plagued by bad luck um, from an unlikely and cheeky source. The Doctor's being drawn to her um, is not just a coincidence, it is soon revealed because the reason for Ruby's bad luck is simple, goblins, and when her adoptive mother... Uh, adoptive mother's new foster child is stolen by creatures. It is up to Ruby and the Time Lord to get the baby back safe and sound. For a festive special, the church on Ruby Road does everything you want it to. It introduces the world to a new doctor and companion, starts with a clean slate whilst building on what came before, and it's also fun and it's full of Christmas spirit. Viewers new and old will also be able to come to this episode and enjoy it. The narrative harkens back to classic folk tales, but gives it a modern twist, and while the idea of a baby being stolen for a goblin king, who, along with his subjects, enjoys a song or two, may bring to mind a certain 80s classic, the labyrinth um, the church on ruby road is its own wonderfully charming story alongside the main story viewers will also get a glimpse at ruby's past as well as her life as a foster child who was later adopted through her and her mother carla's mission to keep 
fostering children, viewers will be able to see a different family unit um, than they may be used to. One that is often unsung and underappreciated in the public eye but deserves the recognition and Davies does so in moving ways throughout this special. The episode's strengths stems mainly from the wits and charisma of Gatler and Gibson, who, in the space of just one hour, prove they will be a delightful duo moving forward. The actors work well off each other, and Gatler, in particular, delivers such charming performances that it is easy to see why it only took one audition for the showrunner Russell T Davies to know he'd found the right doctor. The BBC series needed a boost. Uh, and the church on Ruby Road does just that. It capitalises on the success of the 60th anniversary specials, builds on their triumph, and keeps interest in the series going without fan favourite David Tennant there to guide it. There are enough teasers for the forthcoming series to entice viewers back, but mostly seeing Gatwer and Gibson together again will be a delight in itself. Um, they said, what, watch it if you like Gremlins, Doctor Who, and The Labyrinth. They've given it a rating there of four out of five stars. So I, I'd say that's a very good review. Um, very good review overall. Um, let's have a look. Another review here. This one's from Pink News. What have we got here? For many years, Christmas Day saw families across the UK gather around the TV to watch the latest incarnation of the Doctor whip up some holiday magic with their extraterrestrial uh, shenanigans and previous Doctor Who specials have created some truly iconic moments in the show's history. Um, yada 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 what else do they go uh six years on and with showrunner da russell t davies at the helm again the pressure is on for gatwa's 15th doctor and ruby sunday to bring back the festive magic we all know and love in their debut adventure the church on ruby road and boy do they deliver it's davies return to root storytelling that makes it so special does anything scream Doctor Who Christmas special more than a badass CGI goblin absolutely serving while singing a belting musical number about eating babies? Not really. As Davies teased in a prior interview, we also see Gatwa try uh, his own hand at singing, flexing a new muscle for the Doctor and showing off yet another of the actor's seemingly endless skills following his effortless um, one-handed cartwheel in the giggle. Lol, that was pretty good actually, yeah. The absolute silliness, um, corridor running, escapades and hilarious cameos from Davina, McCall and EastEnders Anita Dobson are all perfectly balanced by the immediate and surprisingly heartfelt chemistry between Ruby Sunday and the Doctor who first meet after locking eyes in the club. One thing is clear, Gatwick is bringing his all to one of British TV's most cherished roles, immaculately juggling light-hearted fun with the more serious moments that the role demands. Vitally, it's all infused with his own unique take on the character, whether he's donning a kilt um, as a nod to his Scottish roots or carrying a sonic screwdriver, which is engraved with a Rwandan proverb. That's pretty cool. Meanwhile, Ruby seamlessly fits into the Doctor's life as though she has always been there with the two riffing on one another magnificently on screen. Of course, it wouldn't be Doctor Who without a mysterious all-season arc for viewers to get hooked on ahead of the show's return in 2024, and the 2023 Christmas special obliges with the introduction of a quintessential timey-wimey mystery. We have no doubt that by the time the credits roll, new fans and old-timers alike will be left on the edge of their seats and counting the days to the new season. So it sounds like they've done a good job here of setting up um, the new uh, season, doesn't it, with an arc. One of these reviews here, which we'll get into, does mention that he's not shying away, Russell T. Davies, from The Timeless Child, and in fact, that's something that it seems like the Doctor bonds with Ruby over, like the fact that they're both kind of foundlings, um, The Timeless Child and then Ruby being adopted, so that is interesting. Here's one from the Radio Times. 
Enjoyable as it's been to mark 60 years of Doctor Who with a trilogy of specials that celebrated a purple patch in the show's history, it's with the show's 2023 Christmas special that returning showrunner Russell T Davies has his first real opportunity to showcase his vision for the future. And just quickly, I'm going to jump out here and just quickly say it before I forget, this is what I've been excited for. I was excited for Wild Blue Yonder. Um, Star Beast and the Giggle, I kind of knew what I was going to get, and I got those in spades, and it was Wild Blue Yonder and this that I'm really interested in. Wild Blue Yonder in terms of its ambition and how it would tell its story, and I thought that delivered. And here I'm excited to see how Gatwa and Gibson, you know, play off each other and how Russell um, kind of approaches this brand new era instead of kind of looking back um, on the 10 years because, you know, we know what they were like. I want to see brand new stuff for Doctor Who. So anyway, back into it. If the 60th episodes were Russell T Davies playing his greatest hits, this is him setting out his stall and establishing the kind of show that he wants his new Doctor Who to be. He's not come back just to rake over old ground. Oh, this is this is exactly what I want to hear. As this festive hour makes abundantly clear, far from any sort of rehash, the church on Ruby Road is a fantastical reinvention. Many years after being left abandoned in the snow, Ruby Sunday is about to experience the adventure of a lifetime, meet a goblin king and a new best friend. Her Doctor Who debut is a romp heavily inspired by the 1986 fantasy film Labyrinth, awesome, with just a dash of Christmas classic. Or sorry, with the with just a dash of a Christmas classic, so a specific one, and then it says in brackets, though to say which would be straying into spoiler territory. Interesting. Davies has flagged that this new era will be taking a slice um, step towards fantasy. I like that, and that's immediately apparent. Though we first meet Ruby in a domestic setting populated by lively characters, her world feels a step removed from the everydayness of Rose Tyler's estate. So potentially that kind of fairy tale vibe that we got a little bit with Matt Smith, but maybe more into the fantasy realm. And um, I'd love to see some gothic kind of horror of, uh, you know, of the Hinchcliffe era return as well. Anyway, everything feels slightly um, heightened even before a race of mischief-making goblins make their presence known. This is an entirely new take on Doctor Who, more dreamlike, more magical, with Davies describing this episode as being more like a fable than anything we've seen before. For the most part, it's an approach that works extremely well, injecting the show with a fresh energy only occasionally to the episode's wildest moments, and they are wild, threaten to take you out of the drama entirely. Okay, interesting. Anchoring the madness in the superb is the superb double act of Shooty Gatwa and Gibson's new um, companion, Ruby Sunday. Um, the church on Ruby Road being constructed in such a way that they both get an uh, opportunity to shine together and apart. Gatwa is everything that those familiar with his past work will expect. Effortlessly cool, extraordinarily uh, charismatic, but fear not. Remaining very much in place are the characteristics that make the Doctor who they are. The oddball energy, the offbeat humour, the alienness, but with a melancholy and loneliness beneath the bravado. Gibson is similarly fantastic, immediately engaging. Every bit Gat was equal and more than capable of serving as the show's sole lead during the early part of the episode that sees the Doctor remaining on the sidelines. The Doctor and Ruby are kindred spirits, both foundlings who are abandoned by their birth fa um, family and then adopted far from ignoring the show's timeless children reveal. Davies has placed the Doctor's newfound status at the heart of um, his bond with this new best friend. Sharply directed by Mark Tonderai, who also helmed Rosa, one of the best regarded episodes of the previous era. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was good, but not. I didn't love the ending. Anyway, all that villain. Um, the church on Ruby Road is a colourful escapist, often laugh out loud, 
funny capper that not only um, functions as near-perfect Christmas Day entertainment, but also sets the template for a new Doctor Who, like a freshly regenerated Doctor. It's different, but still somehow the same, with enough DNA and family-pleasing references to keep the faithful happy. This review, if I didn't mention it, four stars. So that's pretty good, again, for this story. Um, Games Radar's got another. What have they got here? You've heard the Goblin song, but does the Doctor Who Christmas special deliver? Frankly, it's the best thing you'll see on television this festive season. Well, that's promising. Um, showrunner Russell T. Davies has previously said that this episode, The Church on Ruby Road, is a reset of the six-year-old uh, show's history, so much so that it's been called Season 1, with the new Doctor, should he go out wearing Companion Ruby Sunday, played by Malik Gibson, beginning the legend anew. As such, it's um, as much a jumping-on point as Rose was in 2005. You don't need to know anything or anyone Though some, uh, though there are some nods to present uh, and recent events in the Doctor's life, you can literally just get whisked away on the adventure. That's exactly what happens for Ruby, a foundling trying to reconnect with her birth parents via Davina McCall's TV show. But Ruby's plagued with bad luck, which now comes head to head, with, um, come to a head with the baby. She's been watching for her foster mother uh, when she mysteriously disappears. It's no secret who's behind it all. They've already topped the iTunes charts and they're ditty about eating Paul Dill Lullabell, but exactly what the goblins are up to and why is best enjoyed on Christmas Day. This is Doctor Who meets the Gremlins with lashings of snow and Carol of the Bells with some fantastic stunts and special effects making it once again feel like a feature film. The music is sweeping, the jokes are plentiful, the teasers of what's to come are tremendous. In short, it's a win. Gibson is a joy as Ruby. She's Rose 2.0, or is that now 3.0? Question mark. Um, in that she's got everything a classic companion should have, you immediately fall in love with her. Gatwa is spectacular as the Doctor, there's no baggage here, just style and comedy and smarts in abundant supply. The chemistry between the pair is instant and brilliant, the perfect pairing for a new era. The supporting cast are also excellent with equal parts comedy and tragedy from Michelle um, Greenidge and Angela Winter as Ruby's mum Carla and grandmother Cherry. Anita Dobson's nosy neighbour Mrs Flood is great, sitting on her doorstep watching the world go by. The adventure rushes along at a brisk pace, probably no bad thing when the lead characters are flying through the sky on a ladder hanging from a goblin ship, but um, very much leaves you wanting more. In a crowded genre landscape, it seems like 2024 is definitely going to be the year of the Doctor and Ruby five stars. That's a few five stars, one, um, sorry, that's a few four stars and one five star now. What do you think of the screwdriver? Are you looking forward to the church on Ruby Road? I know I certainly am um, as the reviews pile in and it sounds like we're getting something new instead of, you know, what we've been getting um, with the specials. I, I want to look forward. I want to be excited. Um, I want Doctor Who in a different way with Gatwa. Um, Tenant was great. Um, after Wild Blue Yonder, I found myself going, oh, I want more of Tenant. It's a shame he's leaving so soon. Then I saw the giggle and went... I think I'm ready now. I think I want to see um, Shooty Gatwa. So bring on the Christmas special. I hope that it's great. I hope that we get back to some ripping Doctor Who storytelling. And I hope it does leave us all waiting and yearning for the next season of Doctor Who because, my God, I've missed that feeling over the last few years and it's good to have it back. So that's another week, guys. Um, what do you think? Are you excited for the Church on Ruby Road? thundernerd1 is go at gmail.com let us know um, again the retrospectives will be off next week but I will um, probably put together a wrap up uh, if there's enough news to cover next week and there usually is at the moment um, so stand by for that and um, 
like I said, we'll cover the church on Ruby Road, hopefully with Josh, but um, I will look to line up a special guest, cast, uh, guest star in any case um, to cover that one. That could be good fun. So until then, guys, take care. Switching to horizontal flight. Thunder nerds out. Thunder nerds out.